Hello, and welcome to this special Christmas episode of Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 12 of Toradora. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So I didn't really comment on it too much at the end of last episode, but I think it's very telling that Ryuji sort of appealed to Taiga about his father, and sort of let slip that he does actually wish his father was around. And that Taiga was sort of convinced by that is indicative that she really does value his opinion. You know, I just thought that was a fairly important plot point that I didn't have enough time to articulate. So, in other news, it seems like the preparations for the cultural festival are well underway. They've been rehearsing, assembling costumes, and despite the whole affair being precisely what no one wanted, everybody seems to be getting in the spirit of it. And, you know, it looks like it might not be half bad either. Alright, so in a fair bit of contrast between previously and now, Taiga seems to be kind of worried about her father's opinion. You know, she's wondering if she's too sweaty from practice and all that. It would strike me that if she really didn't care about him, she wouldn't care about this. Of course, she's not willing to let bygones be bygones just yet. You know, she's sort of, I guess, rationalizing this in that her father knows uh, a couple good restaurants here and there, so, you know, it might be worth it to humor him for food, for the time being, at least. Of course, as always, she has to maintain this image of not caring about him. 
But, you know, like a lot of things she does, it really seems like she's protesting a little too strongly, as if to convince herself as much as anyone else. So, Yuji sees what a lot of people probably wouldn't, and that is Taiga's also making an effort, even if she tries to appear as though she's not. You know, I guess that's sort of par for the course for her. She has to maintain this appearance of being aloof and detached, when in reality, I suspect she cares a whole lot more about a lot of things than she lets on. Oh boy. Unfortunately, Taiga is now in the unfortunate position of having to rely on Ami for something. It's probably only a small favor, but at the same time, I feel like Ami would really lord it over Taiga that she helped her with a small favor. You know, if there was something truly important, she'd probably do it with more grace, I would think. Oh. Alright, so Tega's sort of playing up this routine of I'll give you a present, so why don't you do me a favor later? But naturally, Ami is sort of seeing through the subterfuge. So interestingly, Tega's sort of displaying a fair bit of wealth or connection here in that she was able to get something rather fancy so it really seems like this is a big important favor that taiga wants to ask yep that with it so quickly <laughs> yep i gave you this stuff so uh please do me a favor Alright, so I guess the interesting thing here is that Taiga wants to play the lead. She wants to be the heroine rather than the villain. So it seems to me that this is sort of, um, I guess an analog to that trope of people getting their parents to see the school play. Oh. Okay, so the plot's really thickening here. Meanery seems to be privy to information that no one else is. And she thinks Tag's dad is really scummy. So this is very interesting. Meanery is usually very... unserious, for want of a better term. But the fact that she's getting serious really makes it seem like this is important. She's not even 
letting this go either. You know, she's really hammering on Ryuji about this. So Taiga's taking on this weird role of mediator in that, you know, you guys don't need to argue about this. Just, you know, relax, guys. That seems really insincere in a weird kind of way. Like, things have degenerated to the point where Taiga has to be the rational mind. And I guess, if that's not the worst part, the worst part is that Minari and Ryuji really got into it. You know, that doesn't uh, bode very well for Ryuji's prospects. I guess what makes it so bad is that each Ryuji and Minari think they're acting in Taiga's best interest. And I suppose they could both be doing that, but, you know, they're operating on different information. So I guess Ryuji is really put off by how Minari was treating him. And to be fair, you know, she was saying some pretty rude things, implying that he was being stupid or naive. And... You know, there might be some merit to that, but at the same time, if you're trying to help people, it doesn't help to insult them. You know, I'm wondering if this is something of an inflection point here, where Ryuji, I guess, decides or becomes disenchanted with Minari after this whole episode. Because, I mean, to be fair, he hasn't really interacted with her a whole lot, and most of those interactions have been fairly surface level. It's very easy to idealize a person if you don't interact with them too much, and once you see something that might otherwise be a minor fault, you know, that, that breaks the whole illusory ideal of the person that you build up in your head. So I'm wondering if this is sort of that for him. You know, her saying that, you know, like, did you have your eyes open when you were talking to him? Do your eyes even work at all? Like, one could excuse that in the heat of the moment, but the fact that he had really liked her prior to that, that might make it sting a fair bit extra. Okay, so Ryuji's mom is now, I guess, entering the plot in earnest. So it seems that Taiga's dad's going to be taking her and moving somewhere else. Okay, so I'm thinking Ryuji's mom here is sort of acting as the fool or a jester, you know, like a a simple-minded person who says what they see and in doing so reveals what should be obvious. And she is of the opinion that Taiga's dad is being really selfish here. And so it seems to me that that might be closer to the truth here. You know, he might in fact be acting selfishly. But I guess the worst part in all of this is that if Taiga does in fact move, she won't be around to share meals with them. 
And I'd imagine from Yuji's mom's perspective, that would make things a bit lonely, you know? Variety is the spice of life, and meals are better with more people. Of course, Ryuji's still stuck in this rut about doing whatever's best for Taiga, so if this is in fact what is best, he doesn't feel he can intervene. Alright. So things are getting interesting. You know, Taiga's telling Ryuji he needs to apologize to Minari. Even though I think, subjectively, he was correct. You know, he was being the more polite of the two. But at the same time, this is one of those things like, you know, you need to apologize for upsetting the other person, whether you did anything or not. Bit unfair if you ask me, but... I don't know, not good at this sort of thing. So I'm wondering if Taiga and Ami actually traded places, or what the deal with that is. Because all the promotional material doesn't bear that out. You know, I'm wondering what sort of, like, tone this is going to take, because I get the feeling it's going to be almost like a a Kamen Rider-esque sort of show. Of course, that's really my only point of reference, Kamen Rider, and I've seen precious little of that. Oh, dear. So I'm wondering just how campy this whole thing is going to be if they were sort of putting on makeup and all that. Like, Ryuji doesn't seem to be wearing any, but I don't know if Taiga is going to end up wearing any either. More importantly, things seem to still be icy between Minari and Ryuji. Now, he'd better apologize if he wants to smooth things over, but I'm wondering if he even really does anymore. Like, you might want to do it just for the sake of not causing waves. Alright, so it seems like, um... This is subverting what everyone with a rational mind would expect, and this wrestling show doesn't totally suck. Because one would think this sort of thing would suck. Amateur dramatics, not good. High school dramatics, not good. But, man, it, it seems like everyone's getting really into it. And in my experience, sincerity really sells something that might otherwise be silly.
Yeah, even despite being objectively silly, the audience really digs it. I think that's largely because of how sincere everybody is acting. Or at least sincere in-universe. You know, I can't necessarily judge the voice acting. Oh, dear. And I guess they're doing such a good job acting that the teacher's really getting into it, too. You know what? I really, uh, I really respect the students for, uh, hauling the teacher out. That was the professional move to do right there. You know, it seems like they're fairly uh, competent using lighting and all that. Like, I'd imagine there had to have been a fair bit of work to set this up since it seems like they're not in an auditorium or anything. You know, they would have had to rig all the lighting and set up everything like that. Seems like they're getting audience participation, too. I'm wondering if that was deliberately scripted or if it was, you know, just like a little thing they did for fun ad-libbing. So I guess this is where the rubber really meets the road here. I'm wondering... If uh, the wrestling is going to be pantomimed or if like they're actually going to get into things and how seriously Taiga injures everyone. So I can only imagine she's not uh, well known for her restraint in all things. It seems like people are actually acting out their uh, their own grudges here regarding Ryuji and what he did over the summer. Alright, so it seems like Ami did in fact strike a deal with Taiga in that they get to swap roles for the second show. I can only wonder whether or not things are going to go as smoothly as they seemingly did here. It seems like the plot is thickening in all sorts of ways that we're not quite privy to yet. Ryuji's not apologizing. Taika seems to have gotten a message...
Man, in retrospect, Class 2C made the right choice not doing the cosplay cafe, seeing as how that's what everyone else did. You know, there's something to be said for novelty. You know, just sometimes doing something different with sincerity is enough. Man, Taiga really seems like she's not with it right now. I can only imagine something's going on behind the scenes that's weighing on her mind. Alright, so it, it seems like we're probably not going to get to see the next show here. I'm wondering if that's going to be a plot point, or the subject of the next episode, or what the deal is. Because I'm curious to see how the swapped roles will play out. Alright, I think that's a very telling line right there, that Ryuji needs to stop worrying about Taiga and start worrying about making up with Minori. The fact that he's so worried about Taiga should be uh, a little bit of a hint to the audience, I think. A little wink-wink, nudge-nudge. Oh dear. Seems like something's hit the fan. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. Merry Christmas, Space Cowboy.